Hello, welcome to episode 34 of the UK Sports Chat podcast. On today's episode, I am speaking with Tom Bedford. Tom is a race director and recently was the organiser of the Olympic trials at Kew Gardens. He's owner of the Richmond Running Festival and their upcoming events include May the 15th, the Air 10K and May the 16th, Kew Gardens 10K, for which you can get a £10 discount using code UKRUNCHAT10, all in capitals. Uh, it's a really interesting chat, this. We, we discuss the Olympic trials, the challenges that are facing race directors all over the country at the moment as we see more events being cancelled this week um, and also we discussed the return of park run i'd love to ask you all a favor if you have two minutes after listening would you please leave us a review on whatever platform it is that you're listening on uh, enjoy this chat with tom and we'll see you in the next episode welcome tom how are you i'm very good very stressed um but you know and, and as we were saying before we came on air, I'm 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 breathing, so uh, that's a good start for uh, that's a good start to be um, during a uh, pandemic. But um, but yeah, no, very busy um, with so many events that we're we're planning for and 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 um, not planning for and changing um, throughout. But yeah, no, it's good to good to be here. Cheers. Yeah, you you've had a lot going on this last couple of months, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's um it's certainly the weirdest weirdest you know it's the weirdest for everyone out there you know um but putting on events and um and different types of events the 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 constant changing landscape of covid um it's uh it's (laughs) you just don't know what's coming next sort of thing and um I, i i was thinking earlier on today on the walk into work how um how just my previous life of a year ago um, was well, over over a year ago now. Um, how much would I pay in, as a tax to go back to that? Um, it would be at the moment it would be quite high. <laughs> so I, I I did say in the intro that you um, about the Olympic trials. I mentioned that you were the, uh, the the race director on there. How how did that all go? It was. Again, probably one of the most stressful um, four months, well, maybe five months as well, um, all in all, um, of my life. But um, you know, if the, the fact that the, the fact that it, you know, it, it went so well, um, couldn't have gone any better. Um, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm just so just so sort of grateful and thankful for all them hours that not just myself, but my team and my old man, um, yep. um, loads of people in the sport got together behind it. And, and it, it was certainly the weirdest buildup I've ever had to a race, but then it went perfectly on the day. So it was, um, it was worth it in the end, certainly. Go on. Why, why was it weird? Just, just the constant, um, just not knowing even, you know, a few weeks out, we were really trying to get streaming, um just in case it was an amazing event and people wanted to see it um um being in meetings you know with british athletics worked very hard um you know with us the whole way through but um you know just waiting for boris sometimes to say well listen there's no point having a conversation about what we're going to do until this boris speech or the the roadmaps and everything else sort of thing because you just, and you just couldn't plan for that. And it was, it was, I think we were like a, a day before 
one of the the roadmaps, um, one of the different steps. So it was all quite interesting. So we had to go in full COVID with it, um, even though 24 hours later, COVID wouldn't be so much of a problem. <laughs> and, it's just, and it's just this constant, um, you know, it's just this constant um, dilemma with it. I mean, it, it was a weird event as well, because we're, you know, we're used to putting on events for thousands of thousands of uh, runners yeah um i think the total finishes of, of of the race walks as well which was a new one to me but the total finishing um of, of participants was probably under 50 yeah. so you put all this work in like you know sometimes more uh much harder work for 50 people um and it's just you know it's it's, it's just quite a different event from that point of view um and and you know, also just the stakes couldn't be any higher if yeah. if we messed up or um, or um, just didn't factor in something, um, then you, we could have ruined someone's Olympic dreams. Um, it, it turned out the pressure. other way. <laughs> it was a lot of pressure. I had lots of sleepless nights and uh, and that, but you know, the, the Steph, you know what Steph Davis and 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 Chris Thompson um uh, you know tom tom bosworth and everyone else sort of thing it was you know for them to get to the olympics because of us it it it, it, it feels very satisfying <laughs> yeah it's very good it's very good i do, I, I can't even imagine that pressure I, I think about our race the shrewsbury half and we have 1500 to 2000 runners and that build up i don't know if you feel the same the the the, the pressure on your shoulder it it really can get to you but then when you've done everything you have i feel like you have a little bit of a lull like the calm before the storm in the few days before because you know that everything's done there isn't really anything you can do until you get in and set up and you know and the and the gun goes off and everybody goes it's um it's quite it's yeah quite a yeah. experience we the way i sort of describe it is sort of almost two weeks out from the event where you know um i i sort of stand up and make an announcement in the office and saying right if we haven't booked anything now it's not happening um and um um, and and then we turn in you know we then have like a 48 hour period of we need to get things done um otherwise it's it's gone we're not going to mess anything up because we need to go for that planning and yeah absolutely i I actually, um, I actually enjoy race week um, because um, you're sort of problem solving. Yes. You know, there, there will always be something that comes up, roadworks that you don't know about. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, didn't we? Didn't we tell you this gate's not opening, or or, or just yeah. you know, park car parking. Um, you know, you lose star. Um, we had one last September. Medals, um, medals were were physically in the country, but couldn't get off of you know not off a boat or you know couldn't get out of the storage because there was a strike going on yeah you know and and then you just I I sort of quite I don't like that but um I sort of quite like the the race week where you're just problem solving um damage limitation thinking outside the box and um um yeah you don't want big big problems like that but you know yeah that you had that lull where you're sort of actually I'm quite comfortable um with this you know um one one thing an old coach used to say about training for me was um worry about um you know just worry about you being not not getting injured you know don't worry about the things you can't control um you know worry about the things you can control yeah Um, and it's and and it works perfectly with events because you can you know you could send yourself into some very very um dark moments um sleeping at night when you're thinking about 
you know what happens if barriers don't turn up you know just, yeah. just, just you know weird places your mind can take you sometimes when you've put on events and um yeah and, and it all gets sorted out in the end so yeah yeah I, I do agree with that sort of lull lull period where um you've, you've done everything and you're just waiting to put it on yeah and you mentioned the streaming as well. I really enjoyed it, and and it was it was an early start of that Olympic day, wasn't it? it was. The whole event was just weird, weird, weird. And um, I mean, it was on a Friday. Yeah. And the reason why why it was on a Friday is because our our events were we were meant to have a ten k and a half um, and a full marathon happening on the Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So that's why it was originally on a Friday, um, and then and then. British athletes didn't want to change it from from that once the other events sadly um, were postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're dealing with Kew Gardens, which you know, for people that don't know Kew, it's a beautiful botanical uh, gardens in southwest London. I think it's the second biggest tourist attraction in London or something. Yeah. Um, so we needed to be our, our first, our final runner uh, finished at ten forty two. And the gates for Kew Garden opened at 11. So we had 18 minutes. And so as much, so once, um, once Tomo, Chris Thompson and, 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 and Steph had gone over the line, I immediately went from the front of the pack to the back of the pack, because if that person, and I can't, I can't remember the name, but if, if that, if one of them dropped out, yeah. Suddenly, you could gain an extra five minutes, yeah. which is like you know, which is like twenty percent extra um, D rig time, which um, which just makes so much difference. So yeah, yeah, you know, we had to be open. Kew Gardens opened up bang on eleven o'clock. So that's the, one of the reasons why we had to start so early. Originally, yeah. we were um, we weren't doing the race walks, and then the race walks needed to needed a, um, an Olympic um trial so we included them but the, the poor guys had to get up <laughs> at, at very early for that so we just you know and then and then that meant you're working in the dark to set the events up because you can only really get in um move things around once queues shut the previous day yeah um so yeah just lots and lots of strange things so it was it was an early start um i'm, I'm just so pleased um and thankful for, for for Muller um for being a sponsor of British Athletics and um and and you know allowing that allowing us to do the streaming because I can't imagine what would have happened if them performances or them races would have happened and um you know only probably 80 people were inside Kew Gardens to yeah actually it was a shame wasn't it yeah <laughs> yeah it was brilliant I really, I really enjoyed it really enjoyed it um but you, whilst all that was going on, you and your team were also organising all your other events that, that are coming up. So, I mean, we, we had the disappointment of a couple of weeks of your Richmond Marathon having to be postponed. Yeah, yeah but strangely, our, our Kew Gardens, oh, sorry, our Air 10K, which um, stands for Audio Inspired Running, that was that is still able to go ahead. Yeah, and we've added and we've added a 10K, which is you know I I just feel so sorry for for. All, all the runners out there listening and, um, you know, I'll apologise on behalf of all race directors and events companies out there because it's so it's so difficult for us to get our head around um, so, such little support um, and guidance from from various quarters without pointing fingers, too yeah. many fingers with it. Um, but it's so difficult that we were able to put on a 10K event all inside Kew Gardens, but our Richmond Marathon after 10 miles went on to public land. Yeah. Um, and, and that was a big issue for the local authorities. And you've got local authorities up and down 
um, as we speak, you know, that the park runner are starting to um, come across some issues with yes. local authorities. Um, and um, and it's, it's the risk of transmission from park run events to our running events are so low. I think park run did a, um, a study last week yeah. um, that went out and said it was, you know, from all of their events, it was one, one in 2.6 million um, chances of transmission from that. Yeah. And, you know, on the other side of that, you know, people aren't going shopping um, on that Saturday morning or, or they're not going to be in a gym where there is also this risk. There's risk in, you yeah. know, there's all there's always going to be that risk, but it's just sort of how we can mitigate um, and 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 reduce the risk um, from something that's so healthy for for runners up and down the country to get back to doing park runs, um, yes. to get back doing races and big races as well. Uh, you know how much money millions is uh, raised by London Marathon and Bath Half, which sadly um, postponed today. Yeah, um, because you know, I, I do get it from the councils and and local authorities and that, but um, it's just a weird one that private property um, guidance is there and you're allowed to come back. Um, you know, so pubs. Now I use this sort of analogy that you know, pubs have been given guidance to to come back and at different stages they can do the X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, they agree to it, and you know, every pub in the you know in in, in England, um, is it Wales now is, is back and etc. But you're given guidance to a pub, they agree to it, they can come back you know running events and park runs have been given guidance yeah and but there's a problem and we can't really figure out what the problem is because we're not really being told certain information about it and i think a lot of it is just people that don't really know running um don't you know haven't really um sort of looked into it and how races now are you know i think when certain local authorities they hear about a running event they just think of london marathon yeah you know, masses masses yeah. masses yeah. 50 minutes to get over the start line how could you social distance that um yeah and a lot of events up and down the country including us last september where we put on um over two days a 10k event um 3, runners over um over the both days um public health came down threatening you know if if you're you know, if you're not social distancing, blah, 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 we're going to shut you down for the next day. And then they wrote a really nice email back saying, wow, didn't think you're going to pull, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. pull this off, but you've, you've done it. So, you know, race directors up and down the country have been, you know, doing it in their own way, taking guidance seriously. And it's just, it's, it's a real shame at the moment that we're not seeing, and we're potentially not seeing many other events returning in autumn now, because we're not too far away yeah. um, from events coming back, mm -hmm. um, you know, bath half, you know, they, I think they, when they announced today, you know, that they couldn't come back, it's it's because they don't know exactly if they're going to be social distancing. Do we need passports, you know, COVID passports? Do we, um, are you allowed spectators in or, or, or not? You know, um, yeah. it's, it's sort of quite frustrating that we don't, we sort of, the answers and the information I believe is there now. Mm -hmm. We know how low risk transmission is in outdoor environments. Mm -hmm. Um um, so let's 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 get back. But we're going to have casinos, cinemas, indoor pubs, and don't get me wrong, I, I love I love pubs. With the most person <laughs> listening to this, okay. So don't get me wrong, um, I, I'm not yeah. moaning about that. But you know, again, we we we're going to be in a situation as a as you know as a UK country across Europe, um, 
that we are going to be going back to casinos, cinemas, indoor environments yeah. where transmission is 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 high um, before healthy running events that do physical, mental yeah. wellness exactly. raises millions and keeps charity lo- your local charities who are then going out and 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 you know looking after cancer patients, you know looking after um, you know hospice local. Um, facilities and support mm-hmm. networks okay and and they're going to suffer going into this so it's it's quite frustrating sorry i'm sort of mumbling now but yeah it is I, I understand your frustration you made so for for the listeners out there race directors get to um all get together on on run britain webinars and give each other advice and and, and you you've been a big part of the, the advice that on on some of those webinars over over the last six months and you, you were just talking then about educating you i remember you making a really interesting point on one of them that you know local authorities as an example they, they don't just deal with running events they deal with all events don't they for, and for, yeah. for for their local authority so um and i remember you giving an example and and uh and it was on the powerpoint that your event that went ahead and the public health commended that you're talking about it was very much uh, it, it was a through route, wasn't it? You you had it, it was point to point. Um, you, you you marked all the social distancing out at the start, and but you could manage the flow of people because it was a start to finish. It wasn't. I think the example you gave was a concert. You weren't all heading into a mosh pit where you were all gathered shoulder to shoulder. You could you could actively manage the numbers that that were going through this this through route, which was um, but p- perhaps. P- there's some education around that isn't there for, for yeah i mean again it's breaking down it's breaking down the ideology and that image of the of the london marathon yeah. that a lot of people and i do get it none of this is easy out there so i know i'm you know i'm trying i am very forgiving on local authorities and landowners who who just aren't sort of seeing the images in my head and the biggest frustration that we had um, initially with Kew Gardens, who were asking, you know, who are very protective, very responsible, um, you know, have got, you know, their own health and safety officers um, who, who read every single word, like pull up spelling mistakes in my risk assessments, you know, <laughs> they thoroughly go through it. And the biggest thing we had, to, the challenge that we had to do was explain that our event is a throughput yeah. of, it's not a an event or a mass gathering. Mm-hmm. It's a throughput. And I, I think I use the analogy of um, a train station. You know, yeah. uh, we're based in London. Our trains go into Waterloo. We're, we're not talking about our event that you, some local authorities and landowners sort of look at our event as if what's the total number of people going into Waterloo throughout the whole day? Yeah. It's, it, it's not like that. You've got trains of 100 people coming in scheduled at different times that's why they you know certain trains are delayed okay because you don't you don't want 20 trains going into waterloo all at the same time because you know that you just can't do that so it's sort of describing that to um you know local authorities um sort of describing it to runners as well you know that we you know we had runners ringing us up pointing fingers saying you're you know, you're going to be a super spreader and how can you, how can you stop this, that and the other? Um, and we're sort of explaining why it is. But we, I think the biggest thing for us, we were certainly the biggest, I think the the biggest event for us was like 300 people or something around that. 
Mm-hmm. And we were going in with 1,800 people. Um, so it was a big, big step, um, which is why public health were, were saying we just can't see, you know, we just can't see it. Yes, you know, um, they just can't go through all the, the planning details. And, um, and yeah, no, it was just, you know, it was breaking that down and saying, right, well, these people with certain colored bibs are going through entrance at these times. They're using toilets, then baggage, then moving around. And we've got holding areas. So um, it's like a canal lock system is what we, we sort of created initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it worked, it worked very well. You know, we just did it in a way to avoid people going into sort of big pens and waiting 20 minutes before a race. You know, people will be going through and then into into supermarket, um, keep, you know, social distance supermarket lines. Yeah. And then they and then we have this rolling wave start, which which really did work, um, work well. We've got our event in two weeks time where we'll be doing um, a similar system, but, you know, some improvements. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was it was sort of, you know, it's, it, every race director was looking at it and everyone was, you know, just looking at it in a, in a different way, you know, as, as long as I was social distancing, it's, it's just great that they, they, you know, they were doing their bit and, um, and, and, you know, we, we had, we had our stab at it, but it benefited the, the country. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the running of community around the world, um, you know, this is what, this is, this is the problem we've looked at to try and compete it by doing this. And, um, and, you know, this is our, this is our best stab at it. Yeah. You, you mentioned Parkrun. It's an interesting one, this, isn't it? Because they, if you think of their... But Paul's, Paul Sinton Hewitt's letter came out yesterday, didn't he? And I saw that Tom Williams had commented on Twitter as well, saying about the amount of people that were getting behind it. it the, the, um, the, the worry is that if they don't all open at once, then because it's so popular, you'll, you'll just go down... You know, you, you, People will travel an hour, won't they, and go, and go to mm-hmm. the one that... That is open, and that that call to arms they put out yesterday. It looks like by the by the tweet that Tom put out yesterday that that, that they've had a, a very good response to it. Yeah, um, I think you know. Again, we're, we're we're celebrating success, and 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 at the moment, I I I sort of know, and I won't point fingers and and sort of do it. But there's, I think there's, I think it's true to say that there. Um, are a lot of events um, that will not be coming back. A lot of them are actually within the M25, um, okay. um, which and whole boroughs are saying no. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the ones that is a big worry. You know, let's let's make an example of this. And I'm not saying that it has or hasn't been, but we're, yeah. we're local to Bushy Park, mm-hmm. um, and Bushy Park on some of its big days have 2000 and you know yeah. without a shadow of doubt there's just a lot of people we've yeah. then got richmond park up the road which probably does 600 mm-hmm. and then we've actually got three three miles later there's a small one in kingston and then there's one in wimbledon common and that so if you lost um the the royal parks both the royal parks one which is bushy and and, and richmond park yeah you've suddenly got 2500 local park runners that are then going to go to the smaller kingston um, and Wimbledon Common events, you know, just following this example, and and then then they can't support that. So it it I you know I I, I really do sympathise and 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 fear for for if if are not enough local 
authorities get behind it, it's actually probably causing a bigger problem and a bigger risk um, from transmission. If they mm. if if, if that's how they're looking at it, I, I really you know do read. Um, Park Run's um, previous blog um, about um, they did their research notes and as I said you know one in 2.6 million uh, chance of 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 transmission yeah um, and you know the biggest problem is we're gonna if, if if they don't all come back in certain areas you're gonna you, they can't come back at all because everyone's just gonna go to the other things and and the whole beauty of of Park Run is there's no limit there's yeah. no fee there's no limit come down whether you're going to walk with your dog um, um you know in a in push chairs that that's the beauty and the essence of park runs okay and you know i i do i do fear that they won't hit their um that they potentially won't hit their um you know june 5th um return date um because there's not enough there's not enough saying yes mm. oh dear <laughs> I mean, listen. I, I I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think that's sort of you know re- reading between the lines of of Paul's call out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you know it, that's that's the big fear with it. Because responsibly, they can't they can't put the pressure on. Um, you know, and and sometimes it's not the local authorities. You know, it, the, the, you have park runs. It's the landowners, and these landowners are either privately owned, you know, or or, or publicly owned. Um, you know, it's it's it. They'll wherever you are. There's big big issues um, w- across the mall. So it's not always the local authorities. Even though I'm hearing certain boroughs, um, you know, in London, have just just doing a wide ban, saying no, yeah, um, you can't come back because unless you come back with. 30 people we don't believe in the guidance that that um that parkrun have been given from the government um we just don't feel as though you can um you can fulfill it so therefore we're, we're, we're not ready for something like that to return and that is a big worry mm. um because you know if, if, if park runs can't come back you know and as i said going back to our original analogies where do we want the risk of transmission if there is going to be that high risk of transmission, say? Mm-hmm. Do we want it at park runs where people are getting healthier, where, where we're, you know, dealing with, you know, helping the NHS? Yeah. Or if park runs aren't happening and people aren't returning to fitness, okay, you know, they, but they, they're going to cinemas or in eat the, out to help gym. out. <laughs> in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Big problem. Mm. How do you think this impacts events in the future? I'm thinking that in a couple of different ways. Do do we see more people? More, I mean, the the trail trend was was really coming on anyway. But you know, will will that explode and we see less road races and more trail because potentially they're a little bit easier to manage? Do do licensing standards change? Um, But and some of the COVID. Uh, measures stay. Uh, uh, what, what do you think? The, I mean, the, the the COVID measures can't stay because events, including myself, you know, yes, we put on an event last year. Less than fifty percent of our normal um, of our normal runners. Hmm. Um, people look at it and from the outdoors say, "What a successful event!" Lots of positive comments and that. Um, it barely, it, you know, speaking truthfully on this. What it did for me 
was it kept it meant I didn't have to sack a member of staff. I haven't been paid in a year and a bit. Uh, my wife hasn't who puts on the event. Yeah. I'm not saying this is all about money. I'm just sort of going giving some reasons behind the scenes. So yeah. uh, running events can't come back at a 50% uh, venue, football stadiums, uh, theatres, um, music concerts can't yeah. come back unless they're going to double the prices. So, so you know, maybe they could come back. And then if, if, if only the 50% of runners that do come back can pay the the prices, then then that's that will possibly happen. Um, you know, it's it's you know any sort of running, whether it park run, trail running. Um, I mean, we're seeing a, we are seeing events happening at the moment, and this is sort of the frustration thing of that. You know, it's all happening on private property. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, you know, we're 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 just about to announce we're moving our Richmond Marathon to Kempton um, Park. Um, race course you know and um, and yep. you know it, it's going to be a bit of a lapped um, marathon it certainly won't be as beautiful but it is flat sort of thing um, but you know that, give us the give us when that's happening then um, 29th of 29th of May um, which is sort of two weeks after what I, we were originally doing for that because I just you know I felt we felt so sorry and gutted for our runners who'd gone through you know 10 weeks three months of of training yeah and and, you know, right at that pivotal bit, you know, um, um, you know, that they didn't have an opportunity to, mm-hmm. to race. So we've been, you know, really, really scrambling, um, you know, probably frustrating our runners because we haven't been able to tell them all the information because we didn't know all the information. But we wanted to let, you know, let them know certain information um, as, as soon as we found out about it, because it does affect their lives. We didn't want people going out and running a 24 two uh, mile run on a weekend so we told them on a friday just so we didn't have to disappoint them on yeah. a monday after, after that but you know we, events are happening don't get me wrong but you know that I, I i sort of do fear unless unless you know look at bar path as an example i know there were mm-hmm. um um some other mitigating circumstances with with roadworks apparently um, but I do know for a fact, you know, one of the major frustrations that we've got um, with, with local authorities is, right, I understand you saying this is not, um, you know, this is not a right time at the moment, but what's, what, when is the right time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and there's not really an answer at the moment, there's nothing consistently, it's sort of a put your finger up in the air um, and say, you know, I guess the answer is, once every single COVID case is gone, well, that, we just you know if that's the case, then geez, you know it's it's you know London's not happening this year again. We're going to lose people to to running because you know because and people aren't going to find running if you haven't got park runs. You haven't got you know there's no one coming into the sport. You know it's um, it's very scary. Hmm. You um. So, so tell us tell us about the events you've got coming up then that you've so i know you've got your air 10k on, on the saturday and the q gardens 10k on the sunday and two weeks later is this new i think we've got a bit of an exclusive there tom <laughs> you've got your new marathon that you're putting on for people who want who are going to take part in richmond which is brilliant it just shows how agile you and your team are with fair, fair play because it's yeah. no mean feat to put that on in, in that short space of time but t- tell yeah. us about the air 10k then q and and um so the air, so the air 10k again was just, I mean, 
I laugh at I laugh at it for sometimes because I can only cry. Um, it was originally going to be in Richmond Park last May. Um, you know, you go through the whole process of it. So AIR stands for Audio Inspired Running, and I still think it's um, quite annoyingly. I think a few other events we were sort of going to go with this brand new event. We knew it was good, the sort of concept was going to be copied, um, but essentially, um, it's was in a venue, Richmond Park, and now it's in Kew Gardens. So people can download um, a podcast yep. where we've got um, essentially, mu- you know, performance enhancing music um, from um, a sound doctor uh, from Brunel University. So performance enhancing music where I think, you know, he reckons some of his stuff, it, you, you can improve um, different types of beats and certain melodies um, for the music that you listen to yep. could could improve your performance by 15%. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of working on the ways of, right, well, how can we get that into a running event? You know, um, for some people who are a bit older, you can remember um, Run to the Beat, um, which was which was an original concept for that, and they would have music um, every mile. Well, we've now got the technology that you've got music, um, headphones, mobiles, podcasts that can go with you the whole way around. So, um, this what will happen there is you know people download a a podcast for it they can listen to their music as they go around but also for Kew Gardens for example you get a tour guide so um, my wife is going to be doing a soundtrack um, a sound over voiceover sorry um, as you run past the 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 Palm House you're going to get a bit of history with that um, some some funny. Um, some funny stories about this, that, and the other as well. So it's sort of like a, a tour guide, stroke, performance enhancer um, across yeah. music. So, so yeah, so we, we, we're excited about that, and and just with everything that's been going on, we haven't, um, you know, we've been just trying our best to to get that in a good position. But that's going to be that's really exciting from us. Um, yeah. we, we're, we're really that one is it the fifteenth? Yeah, that's the fifteenth of that's yeah. the fifteenth of May. Um, and then the Sunday, because we were just in a situation where the Richmond Marathon couldn't happen, but we could put on another 10K. Mm-hmm. So we've added a Kew Gardens 10K, yep. um, which is the sort of the same course. Um, and it, it, it sort of allows, um, you know, we've got lots of lots of tickets for that. It's a nice flat course. So you can, you know, Kew Gardens is Kew Gardens. And, and you know, you saw from the per- personal best and all the records from... Um, um from the olympic trial um, yeah. people have the ability to get out there and um and, and get a and get a pb so that's happening on the 16th mm-hmm. um both all of our races are so after the run and it, it's um we, we, we're quite difficult to sell it because there is an asterisk to it but with both of our races um for this 10k yeah you can finish you can meet up with your um you know uh, family yeah two adults two kids and all go into Kew Gardens up to up to midday. So actually, if you work out the price of it, if you've got a family and want a day out in Kew Gardens and a T-shirt and a medal and everything else, it's actually cheaper to to um, enter this race, um, yeah. <laughs> bring your family down um, and have a great day out at Kew Gardens um, for the price of um, you know less than what you would be paying um, <laughs> just going up as a member of public. So um, we're very fortunate with Kew right. Gardens as a venue. So yeah, so that's on the on the 16th um so yeah so we're, we're we're really pushing entries for that um 
and again it's just trying to sort of um yeah <laughs> trying to earn enough to continue not sacking my yeah. staff you know, yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be quite awkward one day that I'm, if, this, if this does continue i'm gonna to have to sack my wife um <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to that moment um no it might be followed i might have to sack myself first before um <laughs> before that. suggest that i think <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then we're rolling on to um um the Richmond Marathon at Kempton Park uh, Racecourse, which is where um, London Marathon are doing a, tr- um, a pilot event um, in a couple of weeks down there. Um, run through, put on some good events down there. And there's a half marathon, 10K and 5K the day after our event with a different event company. Yeah. Um, it's actually a nice little story about that sort of thing. You know, I'm, I'm sharing my problems with another local race organiser. Yeah. Say, um, you know, and saying, oh, you know, if, if, if there was an opportunity for us to get a marathon away, you know, it's not Kew Gardens, but, you know, people just really need this. Um, the, the, um, and Peter Wedderburn at uh, Quicksilver events, he, he said, well, you know, potentially you could do it the day before before we're putting on our event you know so it was one of the good things about covid is some of the response um is some of the friendships and uh um collaborations that we're sort of helping out other race directors yeah. um to to sort of solve problems sort of thing so um so that is one of the good things that's um that's sort of coming out of it and um and yeah no we're looking we're, we're looking forward to that as well just to you know hopefully um just allow people to have trained so hard yeah. during during what we can all agree is such a horrible winter that we've all had mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> they, they get to release and get their to get their race on so um yeah that's the that, that's what we're doing on the 29th and then september oh fingers crossed we are back to our normal richmond run fest where we do 10ks half marathons an evening 5k followed by a music band everyone gets a beer you know so it, I, oh, I just I do hope we're we're heading in that the right direction um, yeah, we so do. we can all be getting back to normal um and, and the latter part of this bit um latter part of this beer sorry I'm talking about the beer now year so um yeah <laughs> looking forward to that fingers crossed don't we all don't we all um we've all got our fingers crossed Tom what do you do to chill out when not put on running events. Yeah, wait, what, um, you got what's your other hobby then? What's your non-running? What have you got? Funny. I mean, I used to I used to run a lot when I was younger, and and up to sort of my late twenties. I'm I'm coming up to my forties now. Um, I play football now. But the the ironic thing was as, when we set up Richmond Run Fest eight years ago with my wife. Yeah. Um, I was just, I stopped running and started playing football. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, play. So um, yeah, so, so I guess my outlet is chasing a chasing a ball, um, miscontrolling it, um, scoring own goals, um, and for for either the uh, the first team on a Saturday or, or the vets or now the vets team on a Sunday. Um, so that's yeah, that's my um, that's my enjoyment. I, I'm, I'm a Spurs fan, but that's not enjoyable at the moment. So um, but, you know, I use your club. <laughs> But yeah, f- f- football, I guess, is my um, is my outlet, along with a, a nice cold beer. Cool. Well, um, I hope you get to have a have a game of footy with your mates and that. Then after after these events have have gone ahead uh, swimmingly in May, and um, yeah. just to our listeners, so so as I mentioned in the podcast, Tom's been um, leading the way on some of the Run Britain um, webinars that we've been on and. 
his team put on the Olympic trials and there's a reason that they get asked to do these things because they're brilliant at what they do. So if you're looking for an event in the next few weeks, then do consider signing up for Tom's events that we've just spoke about. There's ten actually ten pound off. We have a discount code, don't we, Tom, for um yep. Sunday event at Kew Gardens. Yeah, everyone gets a t-shirt. We've got a, an outrageous t-shirt this year, a, a, an evil looking deer on the front, and it's called um, Badass Badass Buck. Um, so if you fan- check, do check out our um, our, our punky um, deer t-shirt. We get you know we're known for our medals in, in normal times and that. But yeah, ten pounds off um, for uh, UK uh, Run Chat um, crew. Um, and um, and but yeah, no, but 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 also do support loads of other events as well. If um, you know if you can't make that date, you know do think of poor race directors um, out there who are about to sack their wives and that. But I think it's time now at the moment support local park runs from um, from getting back. You know don't don't assume that it's naturally just going to happen because I'm telling you right now it's um, at the moment it's quite it's not looking as though it is. So do get behind your sort of local running community, your local running clubs and that. Um, um, and that could be a, just a great thing to take away from this uh, podcast. Yeah, great. Love your words. Th- thanks, Tom. Thanks for coming on. It's been good to chat and um, we'll speak Thank again soon. Brilliant. See you in a bit.